Welcome to Machine Learning. Today I'm going to be talking about a book called um, What They Don't Teach You at Harvard Business School. Basically what his premise is, is they don't teach you how to deal with customers and how to sell the invisible. The, the concepts and understanding why people buy things uh, is really critical. So what they don't teach you, he says, what they don't teach you in biz, Harvard Business School is how to effective, be an effective salesman. You know, I really agree with that, um, that effective salesmen are the key to any business. And uh, you want the smartest people to be salesmen. They, they should know the product. They should know the business. They should know uh, what products make the business money and also how... Um, their customers are reacting to pricing and service contracts and support. Uh, and, and they should work and be empowered enough to make a difference in the lives of the customers. Then the result of being an effective salesman is creating a flexible and dynamic organization that is capable of staying in business. And the, uh, the bottom line of how to stay in business is make a profit. If you're losing money, you cannot stay in business. That is the ultimate rule of business. Find something that you can make a profit in and then work to develop customer satisfaction for your clients, build innovative products that um, meet or exceed expectations, and then sustain long-term relationships. Don't have customer churn. Uh, the best way you not have customer churn is to understand the pricing model offers, and also uh, make certain features that the customer base want within the margin that they're willing to pay. Because you don't want to have a competition comparative where the, they, find the com they find a comparable pricing offer that's better with a competitor, and then they uh, leave your company. One, one company that I've really liked to watch is um, uh, T-Mobile, uh, and they reacted to the, mo the millennial desire to have contracts by the month and an, uh, access to internet and unlimited streaming. And so now they're advertising unlimited streaming with certain uh, media types that like HBO, uh, HBO Netflix, so forth, uh, those types to, uh, that they can watch. Um, you have to, again, see T-Mobile to see what which uh, uh, media streams or sources that uh, they have available, and then uh, set up a con contract going month for month. And so that it's meeting the uh, market research for the millennials. Concerning reading people, McCormick likes to meet people in person. The reason why is he feels that uh, there's a lot of communication that goes on with the body language and in person face-to-face, -face, you're going to get a lot more information. You're going to see how they're responding to the information that you're giving them or uh, also information that you're, you're receiving from them. McCormick considers the meeting an aggressive experience where he looks for clues about the person, their mannerism, what they wear, their body language. All that makes a difference. But the real self, one's true nature, can't change color to suit its environment, McCormick says. McCormick is undeceived by the in-person experience seen through the corporate persona, persona, which is situational by looking for tangible evidences 
to form impressions and listening aggressively. I think that's interesting. He says listen aggressively. So he's looking for things that he can uh, determine are valuable to the customer and then uh, make a difference in terms of impact for that individual and try to get a meeting of the mind so that there can be a sale. McCormick tries not to make preconceived notions about the meeting, meeting with the client. Uh, so he wants to make this one-on-one, learn from the experience, and listen aggressively, get the information that are clues about what mannerisms could imply, and, uh, and then uh, try not to have any preconceived mo- notions that could lead to mistrust. So he's not going to try to assume that the person is going to cheat him. He wants to uh, get in there and listen and see if he can make something happen from the insights that he's gaining. So I think that's a, that's a good thing. I've thought about his position. Uh, one of the things that is really critical to comprehension <laughs> is try, uh, seeking understanding. Uh, when the Lord was on the earth, one of the great things that he had when he could perceive or he could understand, he sought understanding of the human heart. And, uh, and the, he understood how to make connections with people, whether it was through their revealing of their hypocrisy or to teach them something very profound about love and mercy. And so he uh, was the great master of gaining insight into other people. He said that gaining insight into people gives you the ability to predict the future. That's kind of a profound statement. If a person, if you gain an insight into a person's belief systems, then you know why, what they will do. Uh, let's say if a, if a person, a, a company will buy a certain product at a certain time every year with a certain quality, you know that each year at a certain time, a certain customer will come in and buy this product. And so it does give you a view into the trend in the future. You can also learn that through machine learning. Um, you can look at uh, buying patterns, frequency, uh, and then you can build a cohort matrice. And from that, you can see um, how active the customer is, what kind of impact that they're making to your business in terms of purchases. And... Um, the frequency in which they make those purchases. Like some some will, like I pointed out, some will make purchases annually, some monthly, and some uh, daily. Uh, but it, and their impacts will be different. Maybe the person who buys uh, annually is your number one customer. And so on his annual purpose purchases, you want to have everything ready and prepared for, for him, make sure that he has the supplies that he's uh, wanting to acquire. A big ego may mean the person needs to assert themselves, and this can be manipulated to close a deal. So that's what he really wants is to close the deal, but he needs to uh, learn what it takes to close that deal. McCormick advises to take advantage of venue to close a deal by moving the client out of their environment of control. So that's, again, the negotiation that he is playing. Um, so it's just a, kind of a... A tug of war. You're pulling with the other person. He said that silence can be effective approach to winning. Take time to use what you learn. Time correctly. Be discreet. Um, when 
being around other people or customers. These are his advice to reading people. Creating impressions. How people relate to you in business is based on the conscious and unconscious statement you make about yourself. Impressions are the art of manipulating form. Sizing up between players, establishing the dynamic of negotiation, establishes tone and mode of doing business. Creating the right impression can be as simple as treating people the way you want them to be tra- treated. And that's the golden rule. Uh, I, again, I liked, I've mentioned this in the past about how Costco uh, employees can, are empowered to help customers uh, find products that they need, help them uh, resolve concerns that they might have about products that might be defective that they bought, and um, trying to come up with solutions for their home or for business. And uh, they get paid more money, and they also have higher satisfaction, and they also, uh, this leads to greater customer satisfaction for Costco, and when customers are satisfied, they're willing to purchase more. Uh, And there's probably a hypothesis test that you can uh, prove that satisfied customers purchase more over long are over the long period than unsatisfied customers. Seems logical, but I think you could prove it out with a null hypothesis and uh, gathering some data on uh, recency, frequency, and monetary value of that customer. Don't be a time thief. A lot of businesses like to waste your time. Those are the businesses that you should avoid because they don't respect you. Find another business that uh, will not waste your time, and that includes medical, medical businesses, hospitals. They're wasting your time. Walk away. Find people that uh, will not waste your time in business. Meet on your own turf. Uh, say what you mean. Make notable gestures. Common sense is your best personal asset in business. A good sense of humor creates a long-lasting impression. The key to becoming come across as your best is by playing the role that features your strongest business qualities, and hides your worst. McCormick, however, errs in following this hedonistic statement. The truth can be couched in such a way that it is either insulting or self-destructive. I would say that uh, the, some truths should be just kept to yourself. McCormick probably uh, believes that uh, you, you can smooth things over uh, by saying something that is direct. And... Maybe it's uh, it's direct, and if the person is not is not a, a accepting of the direct statement, then it's probably better to exercise restraint. I don't believe in confrontation, but in the sales, they like confrontation because that invokes a response, and from that response, they can aggressively listen, uh, assert, ascertain and understand and comprehend the situation, and then come to a resolution that's really quick for both parties. McCormick then talks about taking the edge. He says taking the edge means taking everything you know about others and everything you have allowed them to know about yourself and using the information to load the deck, to tilt the business situation slightly in your vantage. So that's the way it takes you off campus, out of your uncomfortable environment. It's giving you that edge. The problem of selling. By the time we enter the real world of business, a new factor emerges. For the first time, our power of persuasion, our sales ability are being judged. And this can be an intimidating, fearing rejection. 
One of the biggest problems that people have with selling is that it seems less important than 20 years ago. Selling is what they don't teach you at Harvard Business School. Business schools admit that their purpose is to train managers, almost overlooking the fact that if there are no sales, there is nothing to manage. Timing, many ideas fail, not because they are bad ideas, but because of poor execution and timing is not correct.